Uh, right, hello. Um, like, I mean, this is my set. This is my second episode uh, of Billy's Motoring Podcast. Uh, motoring and some other randomness. Uh, last time I was a bit tired, so I may not have seemed particularly enthusiastic. But this time, you know, hopefully, I will. Um, I will seem a bit more enthused. Right. First, first point of business. Um, last uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Max Verstappen uh, was leading the um, uh, the Baku Grand Prix, and then he had a huge tire failure, not his fault. And uh, uh, yeah, he should have he should have had. Way more time, and Lance Stroll had the uh, the same problem a bit earlier in the race. And uh, Pirelli are saying that um, uh, it was because of uh, running conditions, which um, is interesting because he um, he he seemed to be doing perfectly. He seemed to be running it perfectly well i mean i'm not entirely sure what they meant by uh running uh by running conditions i get i guess that means something like how he was driving it the surface the heat the humidity or whatever i don't really i don't really know uh but they they also said the process established that there was no production or quality defect on any of the tyres, nor was there any sign of fatigue or delamination. Uh, that's also from Pirelli. Uh, and, uh, well, it, it seems a bit confusing, um, but I guess, yeah, that, that must mean that something during the race had changed, uh, which is a bit... I mean, it, it may have been at the start of the race, I guess, but... Um, uh, it seems a bit odd because this is this isn't the first time that this has actually happened in uh in Silverstone 2020 there were two or three tire failures uh which were quite similar to this and um people were angry about that and uh they thought but you know if it happens once then it's a mistake it's uh it's not it's not the uh, it's not the end of the world. No one got hurt, uh, or no one got um, uh, well, no one was badly hurt anyway. Uh, the um, but you know, ha it happening twice in a row is a bit. It seems a bit odd, and uh, Pirelli should maybe have found out what happened at Silverstone. It maybe that it was completely separate things, but that just means that there are two. There are two problems. Um, so apparently, the FIA and Pirelli uh, are now uh, have agreed on a new set of protocols, um, which means that uh, it means that there will be uh, many things, including an upgraded technical directive in uh, in order to monitor the tyres' operating conditions during a race weekend. So that. Uh, I, yeah, as you can tell, I'm, like, I'm a little bit angry with that. But um, 
it may be it may be that they're completely right. Uh, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I I haven't I haven't done in extensive research into it, which maybe I should have before having a big rant. But uh, you know. And um, right. So. Uh, second second point of uh, news, the Porsche 911 GT3 Touring was uh, released really recently. Um, I think it was earlier today, the uh, the 16th of June, uh, 2021. And um, it, it does look really quite nice. Um, the uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure what touring actually means for the new GT3 touring. I I'll find that out. And uh, I yeah I'm I'm not entirely sure. Maybe I should know. Um, I'll, I'll try and I'll try and find out. But um, it looks really good to me, and I like the uh, the the normal GT3 is uh, a little bit. It's the styling, especially the front bit. It looks like it's got kind of two two moustaches, like French moustaches, which curl at the end, that sort of thing. Um, because because it's quite contrasting. Uh, the the images that uh, Porsche released anyway made it look like that. This one I have only seen uh, official images and. Um, well, because it's a darker colour, because it's grey, it means that um, it it means that that is less noticeable. You can still see it, but it's less annoying, uh, and I think that it kind of sorts that sorts that problem. Uh, oh wait, ah, uh, uh huh. Touring means it's basically a Porsche 911 GT3, so the same. Same mechanically, but it's designed for um, for the driver who isn't hunting track days every weekend and who wants to be more clandestinely, who wants to more clandestinely drive a GT car. I can't, I can't read apparently. Um, it it does seem it that that does seem like a good idea. I guess um, I always well, I I whenever I think of touring, I think of. BMW, for example, uh, which means estate. This is not that. This is uh, this is something else. This, well, it's it might be more practical. I don't know. It's not an estate, definitely. Um, but I mean that would be quite a nice Grand Tourer, and you know, Porsche. If uh, if anyone from Porsche is uh, listening, then uh, please give me please. Uh, loan me one of uh one of uh, your um cars uh, one of your 911 GT3 tourings I will probably I'll probably give you a very good review on this podcast and on Drive Tribe uh, which is also a platform that I post articles that I write on and uh I have my own website but it's not particularly interesting I just post the same stuff as Drive Tribe so yeah, uh, nothing, nothing overly interesting there. Uh, yeah, that that is that is currently my uh, the news. Um, so opinions on things. Well, 
this isn't really an opinion, but um, uh, I've, well, I mentioned last episode that I have a Fiat 500 Jardiniera, the estate version of the classic Fiat 500, and um, uh, at that point, I think it was broken. Uh, it Well, not broken, it was not starting, it was not working. And that was because... Uh, as it turned out, of low compression, which uh, I I definitely didn't know how to fix. I couldn't even diagnose it, and nor could anyone who uh, who uh, looked at it, nor could anyone else who uh, could looked at it. So eventually, it got sent to a classic car garage, garage, which is down the road from me, and uh, they they diagnosed it with low compression, and. Uh, Apparently it was the valve clearance, which I I don't know what that means, but um, it it wasn't too difficult to uh to fix apparently, uh, or it was less difficult than other things uh, that could have caused low compression, which if I if I didn't note it, if I didn't mention, that's what the uh, that's that's what was the problem. And also, someone who tried to help me, uh, very, they, they cleaned out the carburetor, which was useful of them. But, um, you know what? Uh, I, uh, they, they, they didn't end up actually helping. Uh, I keep on trailing off, I'm very sorry. Um, but basically what they did, they cleaned, they cleaned the, uh, carburetor, as I mentioned, and, uh, that was useful, but then they, um, snapped the choke cable, uh, which was in a tunnel from the front to the back of the car, because it's rear-engined, so it, uh, it was in a tunnel from the front to the back of the car, which is, was pretty much impenetrable as far as I could tell. I did, did have a look to see if I could uh, see anything, but uh, I couldn't really tell how to get in. I definitely would have wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have been able to get in without breaking something. So I I'm glad that I sent it to the classic car garage, and um, also uh, there was an electrical problem which was there the last time uh, the last time. I took it out for a drive, and uh, it it worked uh, it worked okay. But every so often, when you put the key in the ignition, absolutely nothing would happen. Which um, I which yeah, that was really frustrating. What you had to end up doing was go to the battery, wiggle some wires, and eventually it may come back on. Uh, but those wires as well were going through the um, tunnel and I couldn't get to them. So sent it to the classic car garage, fixed all of these problems and uh, apparently the horn didn't work. So now there's, now you don't press it in the middle of the steering wheel. You have to, there's a little uh, switch down beside the steering wheel. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the, um, that's the new horn, which is a bit less fun to honk. Because, you know, 
I like pressing it down in the middle, but um, it's it's louder. Definitely is louder, and uh, yeah, it's it's quite fun. It it was that that job, and uh, yeah, when when we sent it down to the garage, it was um, it had an MOT, which uh, you know, uh, it, I don't think it passed, but um, it was fixed. Uh, any of the problems were fixed, and uh, it cost quite it co cost quite a lot of money. I won't disclose exactly how much, but um, you know, it was um, it it was worth it. I think because I really like that car, uh, and um, I think that it. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of sentimental value to me, and uh, I'm glad to see that it's back on the road. And uh, I've, yeah, I've, I've driven it a couple of times since. It started up pretty much on the bottom, which is absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed, chuffed to bits. Uh, I also have another car, uh, or not really. It's a chassis and an engine at the moment. It's being put together it's going to be a an Austin 7 chassis Morris Minor brakes upgraded suspension because it was originally going to have a more powerful Lancia engine in it but now it's going to have a Reliant Robin engine which I'm currently rebuilding and I will tell you about in just a minute and um, it's going to have a homemade body tub made by my dad and his friend uh, his friend is currently uh, fixing it up to make it a bit better than previously and uh, make it work well um, and uh, yeah um, so far it is a chassis and upgraded suspension and um, upgraded brakes which will need to be redone because most of that work was done quite a long time ago so the chassis, I think, has a bit of surface rust on it. Nothing nothing major, but it's just a little bit rusty there. And uh, the suspension and stuff, I think, that may not have been completely finished originally. So, yeah, uh, that will need to be... That will need to be looked at. But currently, uh, as I said, uh, I am focusing on the engine. I rebuilt the engine because... Uh, we we bought the, um, the entire Reliant Robin and... Um, when we saw it, it started. It started up, then stopped, and then it started up again. And then it um, started making a very, very bad sound, uh, like. I'm not sure if that helped at all, but um. One of the piston bearings, that was the, uh, well, the problem was one of the piston bearings uh, was broken. Uh, it Well, lots of little tiny shards of metal were scraping off it and there were lots of balls and stuff and it was, it was just not very good. Um, so, got new bearings, um, we, yeah, we stripped down the engine, got new bearings um 
send the cylinder head off to be reground and uh um uh it uh it came back and we are currently uh currently in the stages of rebuilding it just well and we've just put the the, the timing back back together which is the most risky part i think because um if you don't get the timing right it won't work and uh the timing is the is the bit which when you take it apart it it can cause utter disaster or utter brilliance and uh you can show off to everyone that you've you've done the timing which uh you can be very proud of because if you don't line the because there's two cogs if you don't line them up perfectly there's a chain that goes around them if you don't line them up perfectly then it'll be off and it won't work and uh yeah that that's the um latest information that i have on my two cars uh i'm not uh I, yeah that those are my two classic cars anyway i do have a daily driver but Nothing interesting there, particularly. Um, so yeah, it was. It's in terms of cars for me, it's all good. Um, I've just realised that this is going to be quite a long episode, but um, yeah, I've because of COVID, I haven't been able to do most of the stuff that um, that I usually like doing which has been quite frustrating. But recently I have been able to start doing those things and uh, the two main clubs that I'm uh, I'm doing currently are um, a Climbing Club, uh, which is, uh, is very fun and uh, I'm, not, I'm not a bad climber, uh, not, not to bo uh, boast or brag or anything. But uh, I'm I'm not a bad climber, and uh, the other one is a drama club, which um, again I I think at least that I'm pretty good at. Again, not to boast or brag or anything. Uh, but yeah, I um, I I've started doing both of those again, and that's. Uh, really perked up my um uh my weeks although uh the first time that I had to do it I did kind of have a bit of a breakdown because I, th I was thought I was at the end of the day and then I realized I had to do uh do a theater thing and I was a bit traumatized um but you know Selavi uh and now I am now I'm used to it, and um, I I'm quite enjoying it as I as I said. Uh, um, well, information information about me. Because uh, because me it's, this this podcast is all about me. Um, 
information from me uh, about me um, is uh, that I'm I'm thinking of taking up go karting. I uh, yeah, I I think that that would be quite fun. Um, there's a uh, uh, there's a um, a thing at my local race circuit. Uh, again, which I will not disclose for privacy. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I there's a thing at my local race circuit which will teach you how to do go karting, and then you will, uh, and then you're automatically entered into a uh, a racing series, uh, which is it seems it seems like it will be. Um, Quite fun, to be honest. So yeah, uh, that that'll be quite good. I'm hoping, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not entirely sure when I'm going to start. It it all depends. I haven't officially signed up to it yet, so technically it may may not happen. But uh, I think I think it probably will. And uh, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to doing that, to uh, giving it a go, seeing how incredibly good I am at uh, uh, at um what's the name, casting and uh, yeah, it won't be long until you uh you hear um you hear the F1 commentators uh going oh and. Look at Billy Smith going down the inside. Oh, he's just overtaken Lewis Hamilton. He's overtaken Max Verstappen. Oh, and he's taken the lead of the British Grand Prix. Because, you know... It's... Brilliant. Because I'm brilliant, I mean... <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, basically, I... Um, I I am thinking about taking up go-karting, and I assume I will be brilliant. And uh, before I say goodbye, uh, I would like... Uh, I have uh, just remembered one other piece of news. I've, I've got another piece of news that I need to share. Uh, or not particularly news, but, uh, you know, just a reminder. On the 24th of June... Um, Ferrari is set to reveal its hybrid V6 supercar, along with the Maserati MC20, I believe, and the McLaren Ar Artura. Ar Artura? I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, yeah, between between those two, it, it, that's what it will be against. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to that. I'm hoping that... Um, that uh, it'll be it'll be good, and uh, I'm hoping he'll actually be able to to compete with them. Because um, well, out of Ferrari's lineup at the moment, I'm not really I'm not I'm not a huge fan of any of them. They're, none of my favourite Ferraris are there, at least. Um, I the last the last Ferrari that I really liked was the 488, and I know the F8 is almost exactly like a 488. Um, 
but I just haven't really. It don't it don't really have it for me. Um, so I may I'm probably going to grow to love it, but you know. Yeah. Also, one more piece of news. I'll I'll keep on saying that, but uh, one more piece of news is uh, Ford Broncos are finally actually being made. Like actual Ford Broncos, not sports, just the real ones. That doesn't actually matter to me because I'm British, uh, so I won't I won't be seeing any of them anyway unless they're imports. The uh, full Bronco income to England, in case you didn't know. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, full Bronco is officially being being uh, released. And um, I don't know when the first when the first one's going to be sold. But, um, yeah, I, I actually quite, I actually quite like the, uh, the um, Ford Bronco, the new one, I think it, I think it does justice to its predecessor more than I can say for the new Land Rover Defender, which, I mean, at least in terms of looks, is nothing like it. I do like the V8 version, as I mentioned last episode, though. Uh, so yeah, I'm chuffed a bit about about that, even though it doesn't affect me. I'm, I'm very happy for America. Not something you'll really hear me say much. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, thank thank you for listening. I, I haven't got another piece of news for you. Thank you for, uh, for listening. And um, I'm sorry for the inconsistency. This is... Well, so far, actually, it's not inconsistent. But uh, it probably will be quite inconsistent. I may I may post... I may post more regularly than I have been, or I may post less regularly, or I may post exactly the same regularity. But uh, I, I'm hoping that there will be a third episode of this podcast. And yeah, uh, just just every so often keep an eye out for it, because it, it may happen. It, it's very, very possible that uh, at some point I may post another another episode hopefully not as long as this because i've been waffling a lot but you know isn't that what podcasts are so yeah thanks uh thanks for listening and uh see you see you next time on billy's motoring podcast uh i do need a better name please please say if uh if you can like please give me any information about a name that uh i could i could do uh, give me some suggestions maybe I don't know uh, but yeah thank you for listening and goodbye